All right, guys. Welcome to the Roman Garcia Super Show. It is time for this ship to launch. We've been so excited. We've been sitting out planning this thing for at least, I don't know, what, 30 minutes today? Yeah. So let's see what happens, right? Let's see what happens. I want to say hello to uh, my wonderful sidekick, Tanya McMeans. Hello, Tanya. How are you? Hello, Roman. Are are you very excited that... Yeah, so excited. So excited to be here that it's finally happening. Yeah. And And and, loving all the love we're getting from everyone. Yes. I tell you what, we've had so many people that are that are really excited about us getting the show on the air, so we feel that maybe we should at least do try to do a halfway decent job uh with this. And um so in preparation today, because it is radio, I decided, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go casual because for those of you out there who do or do not know who I am, uh, I'm, a, I'm a comedian. Uh, I'm an actor. Um, I work with a morning show here in San Antonio called Great Day SA. Some of you may have seen that. Uh, if you want to know more about me, go to RomanGarcia.com. There's a full bio out there. We unlimited time here today. But um, so, you know, I figured radio, I don't need to dress up, right? No, because, yeah, usually a morning show, I, I try to wear a coat or at least a, a clean shirt. And so uh, today I decided to go with um, some monster slippers and a robe. And I, I didn't worry about what I had underneath the robe because I figured I'm wearing a robe. And I get in here and it's a little warm. So then I had to take off the robe and I'm just glad I wore pants because... Yeah, we are too. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, the, and then Tanya reminded me, hey, Roman, don't forget, we were going to do some Facebook Live throughout the show. And so, therefore, people are going to see what you're wearing. Actually, I have a, I took a picture of you, and I'm going to post it right did, now. Did you? Yeah, Why do you do that? I had no. I, I knew about the robe. I knew he was wearing that. <laughs> I had no idea about those monstrous slippers that you're wearing. I had no idea that those were going to be a part you of you need so, to yeah. stop taking pictures of me when I'm not looking, because that's not, not cool in the least. Not cool in the least. So, um, But no, like I said, we are excited to be here. Um, you know, doing the show and what we're going to be all about is just really having fun, going over some kind of uh, hot topics of the day, um, having some fun guests. We're going to have some great uh, guests in here today. We're going to have uh, the the wonderful, the charming and effervescent uh, Elf Louise will be with us in a little while. And then also uh, Zach Galligan from Gremlins yes. is going to be on with He'll us. He'll be on at 6.30. At 6.30. You know, I am so excited about, let, let's go back to uh, Louise Locker, Elf Louise. Okay. So yep. excited to have her on because not everyone knows, you know, the heartwarming story behind the Elf Louise project and how, you know, just one letter from a nine-year-old little girl, how that made this whole entire project this christmas miracle you know transpire so very excited to have her here to you know share it in her own words you never you never know what one small action or one small thing can lead to right right like even even this show tanya how how did how did this show come about oh oh okay yeah this show that we are doing right now how did this happen just had lunch we met at lunch one day as we usually do to brainstorm um and actually that's where i met your sweet mom Hi, Mom. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for those for those who uh, may be interested to know, my mother is here today because she's uh, that supportive. Very. And I like yes. her. I met her that day and I thought, wow, she is so sassy. She's yeah. somebody I would hang out with. No, she <laughs> is. She is. That's where I got a lot of my, like my sarcasm from yeah. is from my mom okay. and my kind of stick to So like now when uh, my kids, when I kind of get after them and I, and I can be kind of hard on them, and they're like, oh, dad, you're being kind of mean, you know. I'm like, uh, you have no idea what I grew up with, son. You have no idea. So uh, <laughs> this is tame compared to your grandmother. And I will send you to stay with her for a week if you don't behave. And so because mom was tough. My mom was a single mom growing up. So that is not easy. 
grandmas are even tougher. Yeah, yeah. and so so my mom my mom had to be tough, and I am not easy to deal with. So for her to raise me was kind of a big deal. So, but um, but anyways, guys, yeah. So what happened with me and Tanya at lunch? And I said, Hey, Tanya, we should do a radio show. And then uh, here we are, like two weeks later. Yeah, I just so, kind of run with things. We yeah. You know, when things come out of my mouth or we're brainstorming, I just kind of take off. So the next day, I called KTSA and voila, we're here. You know, here. that's the that's the nice thing about um, about Tanya. She's, she's a go-getter. So, but yeah, but like everybody, you know, like I said, you know, for those who don't know me, who aren't aware, like, you know, I am a stand-up comedian, do a little bit of everything. And, um, it, but one of the things I love to do um, in the comedy clubs is I used to love to kind of go over kind of events of the day. And just kind of, you know, talk about them and, and have fun with it. And we do a lot of that, too, on the morning show. And so, actually, I found some really interesting stories that I thought you guys might be interested in. Um, one of them, which this kind of freaks me out, because I, technology is great, right, guys? I mean, technology is great, but technology can be scary because it can get out of control. When it doesn't work, it drives you nuts, right? Like, if your phone's not working, you're freaking out. Sure. You get a virus on your computer, you're freaking out. But the thing, too, is... Um, Robots have become a big thing. I don't know if you guys are seeing that the, the, the strides they're making with these robots and their artificial intelligence and all this stuff. And I worry because I saw stories like where Google was buying like these robotics companies and um, and you got these robots that have like really, they're really fast, like they have fast speed, they can jump real high, they can do all this stuff. And, I'm, and I start getting worried. I go, well, Google, what are you doing? Right? Mm. Because... First of all, Google knows everything about our lives. They know everything we're doing. They know everything we're looking at. And then now they're going to have the ability to send robots after me if need be. I don't know. Maybe that's just me being paranoid, but I, it could happen. So anyways, point is the other day there was a, uh, a technology fair going on in, uh, in southern China. And these kids were, um, uh, I guess, out there showing technology, building robots and all that. And what happened was a robot went crazy and like started wreaking havoc and like this robot like like it hurt people it caused damage and yeah and like people had to go to the hospital Mm. isn't that crazy very crazy i think i get a visual my weird brain i think r2d2 with a bat you know (laughs) (laughs) right that's that's about right i guess because it's like this thing just went nuts (laughs) and then as i read a little bit more into it they say well what happened was someone like hit a wrong button and, uh, you know, I don't know about that. So it just makes me think, okay, we need to rein in these robots because I just don't need them, like I said, taking over the world. And it, robots should do what robots should do, which is obey my commands. And uh, <laughs> But but crazy times. So uh, another funny story I saw, um, you know, I uh, a lot of people don't know, I, I own a couple different businesses, you know, and before I've had businesses that have been broken into. And that's a horrible feeling. Or even anybody who's had it, had it happen at all in their home, in their car, whatever. And, uh, you know, you feel violated, right? And um, But there was this uh, really funny story that there's a, a pizza place in Baltimore and a, a burglar broke in and they caught him on video cam. He got away. But they noticed that the guy was um, nude. Ew. And he was nude. And they, yeah, they've, uh, they actually have dubbed him the naked slice burglar. Ew. Yeah, because he came in. He kind of ran around. I don't know if he was looking for money or pizza or what, but this guy's running around naked in the uh, in the pizza shop, which made me think, you know what? I have had pizza so good that I've wanted to take my pants off, but I, but I don't know what's going on with this guy. So they haven't found him, but they're saying if you can identify him and if you could turn him in, they're going to give you a reward of free pizza for life. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty good. 
and 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 what happens when you are the naked pizza guy and you do get arrested and you go to jail and people are like what are you in for <laughs> he's like i ran pizza over my naked body i mean I, right what, is, what do you say you don't have a lot of street cred when you're that guy so but anyway hopefully they catch him though things things like that happen so and you know it, it's funny guys because um a few other things I was seeing. I started seeing a little theme here. I think today this is going to be like the re- relationship show theme because um, there was a lot of really interesting stories out there. And I posted a, a Facebook post the other day that got a lot of feedback and it was kind of relationship based. And people get so uh, involved in relationship conversations, right? Right. So I posted something about psycho women <laughs> <laughs> and it got a lot of feedback. Imagine that. Magic. And I didn't. I didn't necessarily mean it like that, you know. Someone got mad that I used the word psycho. They they said I it was that. um that that I was making fun of mentally ill people, and I was not at all. That's I thought you were I, making fun of me. A, no, no, I kind of was. <laughs> that was my point. People who we know don't have mental issues, but it can't just be a little psycho. So, and then I, I was uh, also saying something about you know kind of men and, and women and how we operated, and and really that men are men are kind of simple creatures. Right, Tanya? Do Not really. No. no. No, you don't no, think actually, so? Actually, I know some that are extremely difficult. Really? Oh, yeah. No, see, men, men, but we're not. See, women are complicated because here's here's the thing. No, women become complicated by, by difficult men. men. Oh, yes. God. Okay, yes. you know what? Trust that just, <laughs> I, I hear you. I, I receive what you're saying, Tanya, but I don't truly accept it. So, because the thing is that, so, okay, so example, as a man, uh, uh, you can go to a woman and you can say, Tell me what you want, right? That's a simple question. In other words, what do you want from me for you? And a woman will say something like, I want you to make me feel special. Okay, well, that covers a lot of ground, right? Even like in music, like you hear the lyrics, like that female artists, the songs they write, it makes it even worse, right? Like like, like you, like, like uh, was that Rihanna song? Like she said, I want to make you feel like I'm the only girl in the world. <laughs> That's huge. How does a guy even get there? The only that, girl that in, be a little psycho. in the world? <laughs> That's too much. True. Come on. Especially Rihanna. Rihanna and too, Beyonce don't help either. Because then Rihanna has that other one. Like she's like, I want a, I want a man who goes all night long, all night long, all night long. Again, the bar, so high. Just so high. She's like, are you hiding from me? Yes, he's hiding from you. Look at these <laughs> demands you have. They're too much. <laughs> Tanya, oh my God. Oh, I wish we could people could see that on our Facebook Live. Tanya just literally fell out of her chair. I think I've struck a chord. I think I've hit a nerve with Tanya because she literally almost fell out of her chair. That is hilarious. So, uh, But no, but it's true. And so like a guy, you could ask a guy, what would make you happy day to day what could i do for you and a guy will say make me meatloaf on wednesdays um don't be waiting for me with a thousand questions at the door when i get home um let me watch whatever walking dead you know very specific you know don't reject me you know all that kind of stuff like i said so guys are simple i think guys are simple we just we tell you what we want women like i said it's this weird ambiguous mixture of everything in the world so i'm just saying so i say that to say this there are all different types of women in the world i I, this was another story i came up with that i saw um that in ohio 
A woman was arrested in a prostitution sting. Um, the undercover cop said that she was offering sex for $50 and a plate of nachos. A plate of na- and it's not San Antonio. I know I'm saying nachos, but it was not here. And so to me, it's like a plate of nachos, 50 bucks and a plate of nachos. And the worst part is they said she was kind of heavy set. That they said they, they described her as being 5'8, 270 pounds. And was willing, but I figured the money's gonna go for food anyway, right? You might as well say, bring just bring the nachos. Let's just cut out the middleman and all that mess, right? So, um, anyways, but I I can't, but again, I can't make fun because I have actually performed comedy for the same type of pay, like fifty you know, bucks. Also, also at on her um, on her site, she also described herself as BBW, meaning goddess, big beautiful women who is thicker than a Snickers. Oh, yeah, she said she's thicker than Snickers. Thicker what is, than a Snickers. What does that mean? I guess that's supposed to be, you know. But Snick, uh, Snickers uh, aren't that thick. Catch line, yeah. That's, to that's, reel them in. She should maybe try to be smaller than a Snickers. I don't know, but I'm just saying. But And the, and the worst thing is she met the undercover cop at a parking lot of a Mexican restaurant. Like, she was serious about those nachos. She's like, get me as close as you can <laughs> to these nachos. But anyway, guys, okay, y'all are uh, listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, the Roman Garcia Super Show. I want to tell you something real quick about some friends of mine at Superior Water Softeners. Richard Garcia is amazing. This guy loves water. And I'm not saying that to be funny, but when I first met Richard, uh, we had about a 30-minute conversation about how he wanted to make sure families had clean water. This guy had been in the water softener business for quite a while. He went so far as to get with some engineers and design a system because he saw all the flaws in the other systems that he had been marketing. And so he said, hey, these things are still, you know, they still get dirty over time. There's a lot of service work. And he actually designed a system that actually cost him more to produce, but he actually sells it at a price much lower than you're going to find from other water softener companies. And his... Uh, his work is amazing. His reviews online are awesome. Superior Water Softeners does an amazing job. He'll come out to your house and he will uh, go through your needs and he will make sure your family is getting good, healthy drinking water. San Antonio is known for hard water. This guy will take care of it. He'll make sure that your family for literally pennies, uh, you know, a glass, you're going to have clean drinking water. If anybody's gone out there, bought bottled water. I mean, you're spending a dollar, two dollars for something that's been sitting in a plastic bottle in a warehouse for who knows how long? So be sure to go to superiorwatersofteners.com or give them a call, 210-599-9283, and tell Richard, hey, uh, the guy wearing the fuzzy slippers on the radio said for me to call you because you can keep my family healthy. So again, superiorwatersofteners.com. Listen to this podcast and others from HoofNest Recording by visiting hoofnest.com. All right, guys, we are back. We had some technical difficulties with our bridal connection promo, but you know what? What do you want on day one of a show? Because uh, here's the other thing. Tanya uh, was supposed to bring some wine in for us to start off and kick off the show. I and failed. She My failed. First day, I failed. And I even, I, I even said, Tanya, you know, like I took the time to write the name of our show on some styrofoam cups to be fancy. And... Um, I'm sitting here kind I of parched. I didn't have intentions to. I, even, I brought the uh, the permanent black Sharpie that you, you know asked what? for. 
It's too late. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, that's all right. Fine. I'll get my own wine on the way home. Not a big deal. So, but uh, but welcome, guys. You are uh, listening to the Roman Garcia Super Show, and um, I would like to uh, bring our first guest on board. You uh, are very familiar with the name Elf Louise because it has become a staple in San Antonio, a staple of of giving, uh, a staple of helping. And um, there are so many people now that support the cause. And so we have the wonderful Luis Locker in studio with us right now. How are you doing, ma'am? I am doing great. Thank you for having me on. I, I'm so what excited. Yes. You know, it, it, it. thank you for saying that. You're sweet. You know, because I, I know you don't do a whole lot of, you know, radio stuff and whatever. Am I right? I mean, you right. kind of tend to known to be a little quiet. A little bit. Okay, which is amazing because you do such great work. You have such a great cause that has gone out there, but yet you kind of, uh, you know, you kind of stay pretty low key, except for today when you butchered my name on Facebook. <laughs> I knew you were going to say and that. And the world exploded. <laughs> so for those who don't know, I've been promoing this show all week. We've had other amazing DJs that have uh, supported us, and and I say DJs, talk show hosts, whatever, and uh, uh, Great DSA promoted it. It's just kind of everywhere. And um, they did great, right, when they were promoting you. They did, apparently not, because you, thought, you, my name, name. you thought my name was Roland. Roland? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really didn't think that. Yeah. <laughs> I said, at least you could have pretended and said your spell check changed it. But you were like, I'm sorry, I just had it as Roland. It was like, there was no getting around it. And uh, Well, you know, I, I wrote so, you that note. I wanted to thank yes. you so much for having me on. Yeah. I'm now nervous about even saying your name. <laughs> It's, 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 it, here it is. Uh, let me turn my laptop and show you. There's a website and just, uh, just stick with Roman. But, but you know what? It's okay. Cause people butcher it my name all the time. Wonder, though. It made no. me wonder, like if I'm calling a lot of people by the wrong name. Right. right. It makes you question everything you've been doing. Yes. Right. Cause I've had that happen before. I used to, I used to work a corporate job years and years ago. And there was a guy, I forgot what he thought my name was, but he thought my name was George or something. Right. And so I saw him one time today. And so I didn't correct him. Well, little did I know they were going to move this guy like to my area. And so this went on forever, forever. And finally, one day I told a friend of mine, I said, man, this dude totally thinks like my name is George or whatever. And I guess she went and told him. So later he saw me that, that day, later that day. And he said, hey, Roman. Hi, Roman. How you doing? Roman, Roman, Roman. And every other word was Roman, which made it real obvious that he was trying to overcorrect. Right. And um, but it's Roman. But it's fine. Right. Thank you. See, that's why that's why I did the story. So right now I could say my name like five times to get it in your brain. So no, I'm just messing with you, but that's awesome. But tell us, tell you know, coming into the holiday season, it's a busy time for you. you got a lot of stuff going on. Tell us about some of the things that are happening right now with with, with Well, with we're in the thick of everything. We're about to start uh, wrapping presents. We'll be wrapping presents for actually close to 20,000 children. Oh, my goodness. And then after we finish that, uh, we're, we're gathering uh, folks who are wanting to be Santa Claus. We'll actually have 500 people being Santa Claus ambassadors, you know, in Santa suits and going literally going into the homes of all these children and all the uh, presents that they deliver are, are specifically chosen for these children i mean it's so personal and it's so beautiful at yeah. the same time it's huge yeah. far beyond my wildest dreams that 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 is huge and 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 that's an interesting point beyond your wildest dreams what were your expectations when you first started this tell us a little about a little bit where this kind of came from what was the seed of this well i was thing? in college and my dad had died real suddenly the year before and i 
was really down because Christmas had come, and I thought, I mean, I just thought it was going to be an awful Christmas, and I heard Johnny Carson reading the letters that children wrote to Santa, and I thought, oh, wow, wouldn't it be neat if I could find out the name of some little girl who wants a doll, and she isn't going to get one, and I could anonymously leave my childhood dolls on her doorstep. And so I marched down to the post office the next morning without asking, and uh, I asked to read the Santa mail, and they said, oh, no, you can't do that. That's tampering with the mail. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I hung in there. You know, I said, well, what do you do with them? And can I see them? And they, and they had this room that looked like somebody was moving out of a mansion. I mean, there were boxes and boxes with thousands of letters. Oh, my goodness. And don't ask me why I thought I was going to find that one little girl. Sure. But I thought I was. And so I finally convinced them to let me read the letters. I mean, they had to open them. And I could read them, but I couldn't have them. And and. As I'm reading through the letters that were really cute and sweet, and most children would write long lists of brand name things that they wanted for Christmas, I came upon this letter that said, Dear Santa, I know the only reason you've never given us anything before is because we've never written. And now that we're writing, won't you please bring us? And then she went on to name a couple things for each one of the children. That is incredible. It was, it was, it was unbelievable. I mean, it was life altering. I, I was so moved. I'm thinking I'm going to find this little girl who says I want a doll and I'm going to leave my dolls. And instead I find this little girl who totally believed in spite of the fact they'd never had anything. And thankfully, I didn't think about it. I mean, all that came to me was like, well, what if there's more? And so I ended up with 13 families that said things like that. I mean, that you knew, I knew from reading their letters, they weren't going to get anything and yet they still believed. Isn't that And so there were 65 children, 200 requests three days before Christmas. Wow. Was the beginning. And just the, the fact, like you said, that there were so many letters there that were just never going to be opened mm-hmm. and never going to be looked at. I mean, in, in, is, is amazing in itself. And then for you to get involved and start doing so. So the first year you kind of started doing this, it was just you and It was friends, me and my just, mama. Well, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Looking back, that my mama never said, well, you know, this is really wonderful, but we can't do this. We had no resources. Right. So I started calling people and was before the days of cell phones, et cetera. And most people were busy because it was right before Christmas. So a couple people said they'd do a little something. And I've always believed in the goodness of people, you know, like that people will open in their hearts and so I went to Earl Abel's as crazy as this sounds and I sat at the counter you know where people were having a piece of pie and a cup of coffee and I took my Santa letters with me and I and I showed them to people because I knew they weren't in a hurry oh wow yeah yeah so I showed them the letters and not one person said well what organization is this or right you know who are you are you you scamming me or right nobody did I mean they were as moved as I was and my only thing back then it's also crazy looking back on it was I said I don't want any money but I was wondering if you you know I mean, if you've got something you want to give, we managed to get everything they wanted. And I originally thought we would bang on the door, drop the presents, and run. Because <laughs> then that does look weird, though. If you think about it, it's kind of like yeah, yeah. Well, right. we, we fixed it so that right. so that um, <laughs> found a little better approach. Then. Well, thankfully, because we Anna, the, the little girl who wrote the first letter, as they wrote went on in their letter, they said they'd never had a Christmas tree, and so this grumpy uh, manager of a Christmas tree lot, when he read the letter, tears started streaming down his face. So he he says, "Here, take my you know my most beautiful tree, no questions asked." So. We take this tree and the lights and we put them at their house and all we've got is a map and we're trying to count the the numbers on the street and I'm thinking to myself oh no you know what if we when we bang on the door drop the presents and run somebody sees us because all these dogs are barking as we're trying to find the house you know put the Christmas tree at so we borrowed a a Santa suit on Christmas Eve Hmm. 
and a friend who really didn't want to be Santa put on the suit. And I said, well, you don't have to worry. We're just going to run, you know. Right. But as we were going to the first house, I said, you really need to be Santa, you know. Right. It's Christmas Eve. We've got everything the children have asked for. We'll just kind of all recede in the background. And so he became Santa. And we literally were out until 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. So we're waking families up after 10 and 11. And nobody literally knew we were coming. No one had anything for Christmas. No one asked any questions. Wow. And and so now, you know, you really, like I said, you are you are Elf Louise. And so... I didn't name myself that. Really? Uh, no. Who did? No, the, the newspaper did. I, I tried to get a story, and they the first thing they'd say was, well, what organization is this? And I'd say, there isn't one. And what was your name? And I said, well, it's Louise Locker, but I don't want you to use it. This is all anonymous. And so I got turned down like 20 plus times. And I'd get to where I could tell it faster. You know, I'd think, I'm going to call back, and somebody different would answer the phone. And finally, there was a point where this person, I guess, was curious, and he believed me. We sat down, and he said, I appreciate you want to be anonymous. you got to let people know you're real. Let me use your first name. I promise I won't tell anybody. Uh-huh. And he dubbed me an elf. And it ended up on the front page of the paper. <laughs> and even then, I didn't want to be that. And so I thought, oh, we got to come up with a name. So we called ourselves Santa Claus Anonymous for one year. Santa Claus Anonymous. Yes. That is so awesome. And guess what happened? What? Well, we were on TV. And, you know, the little thing at the bottom of this TV screen, you know, where it said Santa Claus Anonymous. Uh-huh. I learned later that every child could read the Santa Claus part. Our two phone lines jammed with children wanting to talk to Santa. Oh, and that's the whole thing almost so cute. died. Well, we, wow. I mean, we, nobody was able to get through to us to help out. Oh, well, then that's sad. So the, <laughs> <laughs> that's a horrible so, story. Why are you telling so, me? So the, group said, so the group said, you got to get over this. You got, it's got to be Elf Louise. Wow. Well, you know, things evolve out of necessity. And, uh, and well, I be, wouldn't have called myself that. You I mean, know, I'm a psychotherapist. That's, it's, so, you know, but. I but mentioned that word psycho earlier, but I know you, you did. You that's do why it I mentioned in the right way. That's awesome. <laughs> now, so people who want to be involved, there's I know there's a lot of things going on mm-hmm. uh, throughout the holiday season where people can bring gifts. But uh, can people go and just donate monetarily? Go to your website. Absolutely, or, you where can would go they to go? our website. You go to elflouise dot whatever dot org dot com. You You'll find us. Okay, and we'd love to have your donations. What's so awesome is that ninety eight cents out of every dollar goes directly to buying the toys. Oh, that's. I mean, beautiful. we're we're all volunteer. We're on intentionally all volunteer. We're not funded. Right. We're completely dependent upon people getting as excited about this as I did that first year. Yeah. Well, and I'm excited. I know there's a few events I'm I'm going to be involved in that are yes. going to be going towards um, the Elf Louise. Uh, and we still need some Santas. Do. You're looking at me weird. I don't know. Are you well, calling, well, we have padding. You calling we me have fat? Well, no, I'm not calling you fat. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe. You know what? I've actually been Santa Claus costumes more times than a man should should be in through, throughout the Santa. years. But I no, I'm a super fun Santa. I'm a super fun Santa. But here's the thing. Okay, uh, a couple years back, I was Santa at at an event for a charity event, and uh, someone took a picture of me and they posted it. Uh, and they said, uh, my good friend Cleto Rodriguez here in town, um, uh, for some reason people confuse us all the time. And uh, they said, Cleto Rodriguez out helping children. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm out doing work. <laughs> Cleto's getting credit. I don't I don't get it. So, um, but no, more than happy to do what I can. But thank you so much, Louisa. This was great. And yes, please oh, go to their website so and do whatever, do whatever you can to, uh, to get involved and help these kids this holiday season. All right, you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Subscribe to the show on the iTunes podcast app and listen every day. 
Well, 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 we are back. All right, guys, welcome back to the Roman Garcia Super Show. We call it a super show, not because I think I'm super, but I just think we talk about super stuff. And we super have stuff. super guests. And a lot of stuff. And a lot of stuff. Variety. And we have a super guest yes, we do. with us right now. He is the uh, uh, amazing, iconic actor of uh, stage, screen, and all kinds of stuff. Yes. He's producing, directing, everything. And he's also really known for the, again, iconic movie Gremlins. Please welcome to our show actor, Zach Galligan. Hey, Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Doing doing great. We're we're having fun time down here in San Antonio. And uh, where are you at, Zach? I am actually in downtown Atlanta. All right. I was uh, just spent the day at a convention called Heroes and Villains with a bunch of friends of mine. And uh, so, yeah, I was about to go into the after party, but I'm squeezing in this interview with you guys. You know what? That makes us feel special. It really does. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> Yes, uh, no, Tanya's, sure. Tanya's jumping in on my conversation so here, Zach. Sorry. She's saying, hey. <laughs> no, that's but, my 80s crush. Yes, yes, I'm excited. Sorry. I can see why. Zach, I, I know those those events keep you super busy, and no one wants to miss an after party. But yeah, so thanks for taking some time with us. Yes. And, uh, and, and you know, what, what are the types of things, you know, obviously everybody knows you for all the films you do, but you're, you're not only an actor in, in front of uh, the camera, you also do a lot behind the scenes, correct? Well, I've written a couple of screenplays, and I've directed some short films and stuff like that. Um but my primary focus is, is being an actor, but I, I do enjoy writing. It's, it's kind of nice having complete control of the entire universe when you're <laughs> sitting in front of a computer and, and you can just make anything happen and completely control it and write two pages or write 10 pages or write no pages. That's, so it's yeah. just kind of nice to be your own master. That's true. And considering you started at a young age and really being involved in something as awesome as Gremlins, I'm sure your imagination can run pretty wild because, you know, the bar was set pretty high with a movie with a movie like that. Right. Well, I mean, you know, you'd like to think so. Uh, I just try and uh, I'm a huge movie buff. So I try and and take my knowledge of films and, and screenplay structure and the, the three act structure and, and try and uh, apply it and, and do the best job I can. So you're so you're a real student of of, of film and, and movies. Um, that's that's awesome. And, and again, that's what it's it takes, right? I guess to to write a great script, make a great film. Um, and and again, like I said, you having had such a history. And right now, you know, during the holiday season, you know, Gremlins always has a big resurgence during the holiday season, right? Just because some of the holiday themes. Is there any? Is there any? Um, any any special I guess uh, things about when you first did that? Was that was in, was that one of your first? really big roles what were you doing prior to that yeah that was my second big role um i started at a very young age started at 17 i kind of got um discovered doing school plays in manhattan and casting directors uh would come and see some of the plays and they would scoop me out and have me try out for other things and so gremlins was basically um the second movie that i got and but the the first one to really kind of explode out of the gate the way that it did yeah yeah and and not to make you a a target of any kardashian style robberies but i assume you have a pretty nice collection of uh, memorabilia from that time actually you know what people are always stunned i have literally nothing from either gremlins movie are you serious? I don't even have. I don't have anything. I don't have any props. I don't have any uh, gizmos or gremlins. I don't have any. Gra- I don't even have a gremlins poster in my house. 
Oh my gosh! And and is that was that by design or just at the time you just kind of didn't didn't think how huge this would be and or how did that come about? Um, no, I took a couple of props from each movie, but when I started doing conventions in the early nineties, um, I, I would take the props with me because people always enjoyed seeing them. Sure, and I would get in these kind of interesting situations where um, the parents of kids who were disabled would come and kind of like um, push their kid up in a wheelchair and they'd be like, mm-hmm. my kid really wants your sword. Oh, like, wow. Really, really wants your sword. And there'd be like 40 people watching and I'd be like, um... You're on the spot. Well, I guess he can have it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I, li- I literally gave all my props away. Oh my! Hey, well, it shows. At least I gave them to disabled kids who really loved them. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Your your reward will be in heaven because that's a nice thing for you to do. (laughs) And and I could that is the best reason ever for you to say why you do not have any of your memorabilia. I love that so much. I'd have been I'd have been crushed if it had been like, well, Roman, I just didn't think about it, you know. So uh, that's awesome. No, I know that that happened once when I was a kid. I had a favorite puppet, monkey puppet, and my dad and I visited a hospital, and a little sick boy wanted it, and I gave him my monkey puppet. So. I feel you, yeah, Zach. I was like, well, if you really want it, you can have it. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Now, here's the thing, too. You know, Zach, it's funny. As your picture was floating around on Facebook, you know, we were posting it and promoting the show and different things like that. I had a lot of the ladies give some feedback saying, oh, wow, really? Zach is really looking good. So uh, a few said they're setting their alarm. A few said they were setting their alarm, right? To, to stop listen, them just what to they're doing list- at the moment, yes. to tune in so they would not miss just Zach. to hear you speak, Zach. So that's pretty, pretty amazing. So um, a, a lot of these conventions and stuff, too, I guess you have a lot of much like Tanya, these uh, these girls that have been crushing on you for a long time, probably <coughs> coming up and uh, I'm your biggest fan kind of thing. And, and how does that feel for you? Um. Well, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting feeling because, because, you know, when you're an actor and you're 19, you just do the movie. I mean, back then there was no internet. There was no uh, really, you know, you did the movie right? and you waited a year and the movie came out about a year after you did it. And, uh, and people would come up to you on the street and tell you that they liked it. Right. And that was basically your experience. Right. But what you didn't realize, and and I started to realize it maybe four or five years later when I started traveling around the world. I mean, it would be strange. I would go, I went to South Africa one time. I was walking down the street in Johannesburg and people came up and they were like, gremlins, gremlins, we love you. You know, that kind of a thing. And I'm like, wow, all the way around and down on the other side of the planet. And you know, you walk down the street and people recognize you. It's pretty insane. Yeah, and like you said, a time well before all the technology of of tweeting and, and Facebook and all that stuff and people immediately knowing what's going on in the world. That's incredible. That shows how big something is. Oh, my gosh. It, it certainly shows the scope and, the, and the, the width and the breadth of movies and how far they can literally reach, like, practically every corner of the globe. Yes. That, um, that's right. And when I, when I do these conventions, too, um, it's... It, it, it's it probably wasn't until I did these conventions that I realized um, that the impact that those movies really had on young kids that were growing up, because I have a lot of people in their, twi- you know, late 20s and early 30s 
who come up to me and they're trembling and they've got tears in their eyes and they're like, those movies were my childhood, you know, <laughs> and it's, 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 it's awesome. That's sweet. It's amazing, but it's, it's very humbling too sure. to realize, you know, because people be like, I watched that movie 220 times. I'm like, that's insane. You that- watch, cause I've, I've seen it like. <laughs> 10. You've seen it 200 times. Yeah, I love how people say that. And you're like, I've seen it 10 and I have no memorabilia. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's, a th- you know, too, with something like that, I, it's easy for people to kind of get a big head. You have just always been this kind of super humble guy. You've always been apparently real open with your fans and, and willing to uh, take time and all that. Because personally, I've met a number of celebrities where they, they, they've done less than you've done. And for some reason, feel like they just don't need to treat people very nice. So it's awesome that you uh, are just super cool like that with your fans and and, and engaging. Now, um, um, well, I mean, you know, I I, I try. I, I I don't know what to say about that. I mean, the only thing I, I I've always thought that the whole celebrity culture in America is very strange and and has kind of like a kind of a, a, a potentially negative effect on people. I think right. it's better just to be kind of a, nor- a normal person, you know, just because I stood in front of a camera, you know, a few decades ago right. doesn't really make me any different or more special than you. So I just kind of tr- treat people the way I'd want to be treated. That's awesome. That's a great philosophy. And, and, and it's obviously you like to have fun because Tanya was uh, sharing with me the, the video that you and Corey Feldman had done, the spoof. Yes. And, <laughs> Share that. And yeah. That was really funny. What, what brought that on? Um, we, I, I was going to be in LA doing this thing called uh, a convention called Monster Palooza, uh-huh. and the guys from Nerdist uh, said, "How would you like to come and do a spoof trailer for <laughs> like a, a spoof of early '80s, like 19? You know, it would be a trailer you'd see on He-Man Masters of the Universe, you know, right. like right. a 1986 VHS so for like funny. a bad movie. How would you like to do a, just a, a spoof <laughs> awesome. trailer for a really bad 80s movie? And we've got 80s effects and 80s this and da-da-da-da, and we've got 80s cast members. And I was like, well, how long is it going to take to shoot? They're like three hours in our hotel room. <laughs> so that whole thing is shot in about three, three and a half hours in room 362 in the Marriott in next to the Burbank Airport. That is awesome. I was waiting until we spoke, but I'm going to post that on our page. I want people to see that that is so that is so awesome it's awesome that you guys can have fun like that and and you know self-deprecation is always fun and um, uh, yeah. you know I saw that uh, Corey said he's gonna get married now because he was worried that now that Trump's president that she would be sent back to Canada did you get an invitation on that did you see that story <laughs> you know well <laughs> it's in the it's a, you never know if these things are I true suppose. or not I suppose he could send her back to Canada, but that she—that strikes me as an, <laughs> I could be wrong. That strikes, she strikes me as an, an unlikely target. Right. Me, me too. Me too. But may, maybe she said that to Corey to twist his arm into getting married. No, nah, that's a rule. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but, pretty, it's pretty powerful persuasion. It's a pretty powerful persuasive argument. So, yeah. you know what? He, they've been together for quite a while, him and Courtney. So he should probably just marry her anyway. You just, yeah, you need to after a while, right? It's like you know what, just just do it. Well, so. and you know they say a happy wife is a happy life, so you might as well make it official. Man, that is truer than people realize. So, um, all right, brother. Well, I appreciate it so much, Zach. You have been awesome, and uh, thanks for coming on with us. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your uh, weekend down there. And uh, we will be following what you do. And like I so said, we'll be posting that video later. And uh, we appreciate you being part of the show. 
Oh, thank you so much. I'll right. uh, talk to you guys soon. Have a great evening, buddy. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. That was uh, that was a lot of fun getting to talk to Zach. He is a super cool guy. So um, thanks for y'all tuning in. It is News Talk 550 KTSA and again, FM 1071. We'll be back. Listen to this podcast and others from Hoof Nest Recording by visiting hoofnest.com. Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. It is the Roman Garcia Super Show. We have been having a good time. We've been covering a lot of ground. And, uh, you know, guys, the weather has been changing, and we just wanted to get a little bit of an update on what's coming up. And so we actually have our very good friend, the best weatherman in the city, which is a big statement. My very good friend, Mr. Bill Taylor. Let's please welcome him to the show. Bill, Roman, how- good evening. Hi, Tanya. Hi, Bill. Hey, Billy T. What is going on? <laughs> oh, man. Not much. Not much. Just a Saturday, you know? Congratulations. Well, Congratulations on the show. Thank you. We've been having a, a lot of fun, even though Tanya yeah, didn't yeah. bring Tanya didn't bring the wine, but we're good. I heard. I, how do you even eat wine on the first night? Wow. <laughs> and it was her idea. <laughs> her idea, and then she didn't bring it. That's like me saying, hey, That's Bill, let's awesome. get together. Uh, I'm going to bring over some pizza, and then I show up, yeah. and I have no pizza. You know, it's like yeah, that. Tell, yeah and th- right, exactly. It's no, just big it, letdown. It's horrible. I'll make two, but, you I'll know. Make two bottles but here's the thing, Bill. Uh, you know, there you, go. you there know, you, go. you know weather, and I'm experiencing some weather because I woke up this morning and it was kind of cold, a little too cold for me to go from a walk. Any excuse will do. And um, but uh, you know, see, things are yeah. things are going up and down. So what are we expecting for the rest of the week here? No, it's, it's going to be a little colder tomorrow morning. I think you'll get 30s in a lot of areas because the winds are dying down. The skies are staying clear. This is a good cold air mass. So we're looking probably 36 to 37 outside of 1604. Hill country, light freeze, probably 32 or 33 in a lot of areas like Kerrville and Bernie, Comfort. Uh, then tomorrow, another spectacular day, mid-60s, sunshine, beautiful weather through Monday. Uh, and Thanksgiving looks good, too. we got one more system coming through Tuesday night, it looks like. Next chance of rain will be slight. But by Thursday, Thanksgiving, a 100% chance of overeating. What? <laughs> Come on. You see where I, I did that? You hey, see where I go? And, 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 and that's why. Every year. I bring that every year. That's It's it's an oldie but a goodie, it, Bill. It, it, it never gets old. It never gets old. It never gets that's old. The, they call it evergreen in the business. It's evergreen. <laughs> now you're throwing it's out lingo. Now you're throwing out yeah, lingo. You know how it is. Bill, you know you've, you've always got one in the hip pocket, buddy. I know you do. You, you always, <laughs> you, know, you got to bring ready. a strong I'm clothes and drop the mic. Ready. That's what you always do. Ready. Oh, I love I it. I do, brother. I love it, Bill. Well, thank oh, you so hey, much this, for, yes. Yeah, thanks for having me on. First show, uh, it has been super. I've been uh, listening. I, I'm going to tell you a couple things. First, yes. if Elf Louise says your name's Roland, it is Roland. <laughs> You're right. Which she says right. goes, that's right? Elf. Right. Who am, I to speak, who am I to speak back against Elf Louise? That's Elf Louise. Like, you know. She liked that, Elf by the way. She's laughing in the producer's Absolutely. <laughs> and it was great to hear Zach. That was a really cool, because that, that's an iconic movie, man. Yeah. I could just, I still picture him as that little teenage, you know. Me too. Guy. Me too. Well, really cool. that was well really cool. you need to see his updated headshot. He's not a little kid anymore. He's just a really good looking man. And can we go to that after party? How long is that going? Can we? Yeah, we don't got enough time. He's he's like in another state. <laughs> what but, is your after party? What about your after party? Bro, I'm <laughs> thinking I, I, that's a good idea. I'm thinking Taco Haven. 
or there it is. It's not. See, that's what I'm saying. You know, it, it. You know me. It's just like let's yeah. just let's get somewhere fun and maybe maybe Taco Haven and uh, get us a, a Reggie special and uh, and a margarita because Tanya again didn't bring the wine. She failed me miserably. So that's fine. Now, is that where Zach? You think that's where Zach's going? Where's Zach going for his? Episode? No, we have to Skype him we're in. Not the Haven. We yeah. have to Skype him you in. Have to do it. You might yeah. have to do it. So, <laughs> so awesome so thanks bill appreciate it but brother yeah, thanks for All having right. me uh enjoy congratulations to you both a, a great show and uh look forward to many many more thank you brother thank you, all right man. have a good Take evening care, guys all right okay good night good night Oof, nest. Oof, nest. <sighs>